word to your mother It's time for another episode of Birds with Friends Just a couple of feathery brethren Weathering any season to see the Eagles Eating teams like bacon, steaks, and cheese It's Philadelphia, Bowen, Sheila, the cut Kicking it cooler than two penguins Till Bo's old arch nemesis Greg Cosell shows up and it gets real Pull up a branch and chill It's time to get ill with some Birds with Friends The early bird skips the worm And prefers getting turned like a turn on some Birds with Friends Bo Wolf and Shukapati are coming at you with stats and things flapping their wings. Now I'm gonna have the rest of my life with these kids. Wow. Get, we gotta get that in a drop uh, immediately. We're editing that one out. That didn't come out quite There's no editing. No, no editing yeah, on this that's podcast. That's the wonderful Birds with Friends. No editing. <laughs> it is 3.23 in the morning. Local time, 4.23 on the East Coast. Bo Wolf, Zach Berman. Coming to you from the hallowed halls of Lambeau Field, where they have just turned off the lights on the field, and so we can no longer see the field. And we are here in the visiting team coaching booth, ready to recap what you might argue, Zach, is the best win of Carson Wentz's career, a 34-27 victory over the Green Bay Packers on Thursday Night Football. Certainly up there, the Thursday night game in Carolina in 2017 qualifies. If you, if you count, and I don't know if you do, the win over the Rams in 2017 when Carson started but didn't finish, that oh, would be okay. up there. Uh, those are the only two that would contend with this. And the irony, I don't know if I would say irony, but the odd part is that Carson Wentz only threw for 160 yards. Yeah. It's not as if it was a prolific performance. But he was, he was money when it mattered. He had a quarterback rating of, of what, 112 or thereabouts. Uh, and he, we spoke about him having to outduel Aaron Rodgers. Statistically, Aaron Rodgers threw for more yards. But Carson Wentz had the better quarterback rating. And in a game when Aaron Rodgers made some outstanding throws, Carson Wentz was the winning quarterback. So... Uh, this absolutely qualifies as one of the best wins of the Carson Wentz era. Where to start? I mean, it's it is true that uh, I think that I think you I think it probably is the best win of Carson's career. However, uh, you know he was very good in this game, but he did not. You know, he was not the reason that they won this game, right? No, they were dominant on the ground. Uh, Jordan Howard, 15 carries for 87 yards, looked great. Miles Sanders looked very good, 11 carries for 72 yards. Howard had two rushing touchdowns and a receiving touchdown. Uh, the offensive line was very good in this game against this, this Packers defense that has been very good through the first three games. And the defense was not great except inside their own five-yard line. And you go back to the start of the 2017 season. Since 2017, the Eagles – defense has been the best in the league inside its own five-yard line. They have held opponents out of the end zone uh, at a better rate than any other team in the league. And it was a four-play stop from with first and goal on the one uh, in the beginning of the fourth quarter. And then another stop from the three-yard line uh, with less than a minute to go as Craig James makes the game-winning deflection into the hands of Nigel Bradham, who had dropped an interception earlier, just as he's dropped so many over the course of his Eagles career. He finally hauls one in uh, to salt the game away, and, uh, and there you go. So it's, it's not a coincidence that they're so good in the red zone. It's an emphasis of Jim Schwartz. Jim Schwartz has been consistent that scoring defense is what matters to him, not total yards. Yeah, but, but lots of anybody can emphasize Red zone defense. There's more. There's more to sure. it than that. But I, I, I think they they do play better when the field's tighter. I, I've spoken to Malcolm Jenkins about this before. Spoken to other players about this before on on that defense. What they point to is that uh, Schwartz keeps it simple uh, in when they are that far backed up into the into the end zone, and that means what they say is that everybody knows exactly what their responsibilities are. There's, there's much less thinking involved. And because, obviously, it is more cramped, they're, you know, it's a little bit easier than... You know. I mean, obviously, these cornerbacks are uh, willing to give things up deep. Sure. So if, if you can't yeah. run, run past them... Every time the team's successful in something, I always hear 
they kept it simple. It makes you think they should just always keep it simple. Well, that's but, probably right. But I, I think what you, what you said there was the key, that it, it's confined, to, especially with the corners. Uh, there's less space to get beat deep. They can play physical. Um, they can make up ground if they need to. Uh, so I, I think that is a factor there. <sighs> but it's it's been – you okay? Listen, I'm <laughs> going to yawn if I need to. <laughs> I hope I'm not boring you here. It's not you. Let's move on to the next subject. <laughs> no, it's not you. It's the it's the time. It's the time. Uh, yeah. So so I I look at it and, and say that this is an emphasis of Jim Schwartz's, and it's a big part of their defensive identity. I missed a little spot shaving this morning, and it's really bothering me. It's been bothering me. Yeah that that all that, night. that would bother me as well. Just on the back side, like in the back. Right part, you know? You could have run out to the car, grabbed your razor. I, well, when I was driving from Madison, I was like, oh, when we stop, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to yeah. grab the razor and shave that part off. But then I forgot when we stopped. So it's been a terrible night from that perspective. I'm sorry to hear that. Uh, this was, uh, you know, listen. A beautiful night in Lambeau Field. This is the best place to watch a football game, in my estimation. This is, uh, this is like... Uh, the one place that makes me feel romantic about football, I think. Um, and this was a fun game. And yet, like, it, there was, it, this fun game was ruined. Oh, I knew you were going here. It's true. It was not a fun... It, it, this should have been a lovely evening of watching football. And instead, we get two horrifying, gruesome head yeah. injuries. Right. And... Like this ticky tack nonsense, all these all these reviews of pass interference, like no one knows what the rules are of this game. This was like this was the perfect example of how, how the league has been ruined. Well, I don't think the league's ruined. I disagree with you there. Uh, I agree that it was it was tough to watch those those plays. I, I mean, I don't mean to sound crass about it. it uh, it's it, it's a part of football. Uh, now you can argue it shouldn't be, but Oof. it's it just it's it's something that's that it's hard. It's something hard. that happens. Uh, it's I mean it's tough to watch. It's tough to talk to the players about it because you know I like, I, you get to know these guys as humans, and it's you know they're they're not characters on a field. Uh, so I like the 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 uh, the ability to like be standing there and watching Avante Maddox on the ground barely moving now. They told us after the after the game in the locker room that they were able to joke with Avante Maddox. He was laughing with them, uh, and he was moving his hands a little bit. And and then the Eagles announced, importantly after the game, that that he was moving all his extremities and he was just being held uh, in hospital for precautionary reasons. Um, and so it was it was maybe not as dire to them on the field, but they were like the whole team went out there to then have to flip the switch to, okay, first and goal from the seven. The game is on the yeah. line. Uh, and you know, two plays later, they salt it away. They they make the interception. It's just like uh, I don't know. How do you how do you how do you go out there? Uh, it's it's hard. I don't know. I couldn't do it. I think you could. It's it's. You give me too much credit. I hate to say it. It's it's the job. Like you talk to, and and that's not me saying it. I, I spoke. I spoke to Dallas Goddard about this. Dallas Goddard is a cl- close friend of Avante right. Maddox's. A uh, he lives with him. Said he hopes he sees him at the crib tonight. Um, said that the Eagles were coming up to Dallas on the sideline to keep him updated mm-hmm. because of the relationship that they share. Uh, but I said I asked that that question that that you said and that I believe you're addressing in your day after column, uh, which is how do you just flip that switch? And he said he said it's it's a part of football. Everybody knows it. And you just need to play. You need to keep on playing. Yeah. Easier said than done, I think. But who knows? You enjoyed, you enjoyed the penalties and the, uh, and the review nonsense? I didn't enjoy that. I enjoyed the game. I, you know, I, I think you can, you can pick out – you can take out certain parts. It's like if, if there's a movie that, that, that you like but it has three bad scenes and it doesn't make it a bad movie. Well, that was, there were more than three bad scenes in this movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> point is no I, I i thought it was an entertaining game uh it, i mean it was dramatic ending it was there was some high level play 
I really, I really enjoyed being here. I really enjoyed watching. Well, I enjoyed being here. I love being here. This is the best. This is the best place there is. I enjoyed watching the game. I, I'm not outraged by, by like these these reviews as you are. Okay, you love. Um, you you just love the space, in which no one knows exactly what the rules are supposed to be. I don't. I don't love that space. I mean, I, I would love if, if they found a solution. For it, there, there's no, there's no perfect solution for it. Well, there maybe there's no perfect solution, but there are certainly better solutions. What is the point of these pass interference replays if those pass interferences aren't going to be called? Well, because I, I think it needs to be an egregious. It needs to be like what happened in the Saints game last year, for it to be overturned. Oh, okay, maybe we can, maybe they should have just given Sean Payton a pacifier. And then we could have all moved on with our lives. Well, the Eagles might not win this game if they don't overturn that. that well, that's that, that maybe true. There. I or mean, maybe they, they don't call exactly that in the was. first place. All right, but, but now you're legislating against like the this, this subjectivity of a call. Well, I think the refs in the league are bad. <laughs> you're grumpy tonight. By and large. You are grumpy tonight. <laughs> yeah, maybe. Um... So listen, I mean, this is uh, this is obviously uh, this is a huge win for the Eagles. Yes, I I I didn't call it a must win going into it. I don't think you have a must win game in September, but I think it's an awfully important one, and I think it, it does change it changes the entire tenor of the season. Yes, you know, I thought they were going to be two and two at this point. I I thought the loss was going to come tonight. The win was going to come last week. The bottom line though is they're two and two. They've extended a rest going against the Jets at home. They should be three and two. Then they have that that really tough stretch of of three straight road games. And after that, I, I think you know you'll have a better sense of, of of what this team is. But this is a win that that really helps them going forward. And uh, talking to a lot of guys in the locker room, players who've been around for a while, such as Jason Peters, they said as much. Like this was one they really needed. So it's Jets, then at Vikings, at Cowboys, at Bills. Would you take four and four for the Eagles right now? I would. You would take four and four? I would take four and four. I wouldn't. I would take because, yeah, I, w- I would take four and four. No, I wouldn't, I wouldn't because take Because you're, well, you're going to be three and two, and then, so you expect them to go two and one in that three-game stretch? I don't expect it, but I wouldn't take, I wouldn't wouldn't, take one and two. I mean, I, I just don't think, I think they're. Like the I think they're capable of winning three of those four games. Well, it's because, because this is the way I see it. If, if you're... Four and four, and only three of those eight games came at home. Okay, then you're looking at the back half of your stretch of, of your schedule. Five of eight games. I don't think I don't think sitting four and four is bad. But I don't I, think I wouldn't take uh, yeah. it. I mean, I'm, I I'm not saying like they I would, think they'd be fine. They to jump, be four yeah, and four. I'm saying they'd be fine at four and four. But I, I wouldn't think. I wouldn't sign up for it right now if I were the Eagles. I mean, Minnesota, Dallas, Buffalo are. Yeah, we'll see what Buffalo does this weekend against New England, but that's a that's an undefeated team right now. Dallas has been one of the best teams in the NFL so far. Yeah, but they've played uh, nobody. You play who's on your schedule. Okay, give me don't give me this coach speak. You play who's on your schedule. <laughs> you play who's they on have your played schedule? really bad teams. Okay. I mean they have. Yeah, no, I agree. I agree they have. I'm I'm not I'm not that. like they've played very well, but like let's yeah. let's not crown them just yet. I'm not crowning them. I, I've simply said they've been one of the best teams in the NFL so far this year. Okay. I, I think that's an accurate statement. I mean, yeah, maybe. Okay. I think you're just you're disagreeing for the sake of it there. No, I just thought that let's see them beat a good team first. I'm not putting them in the Super Bowl. I'm saying that's, that's a tough game. Yeah, but so let's let the game play out. Let's let the game play. I'm saying that's a tough game in Dallas. Listen, you want to fast forward uh, four weeks. I'm ready to watch how this how these, this team plays. They just beat they just beat the Packers at home. They can't beat the Cowboys. <laughs> I'm not. They can't beat the, the Vikings. They can't beat weeks. the Bills. I'm just saying four and four uh, at at the halfway mark. I don't think would be that bad. I, I agree with I agree bad. with that. I, th- I think five and three would be better. But four and four would be. I, I, I think, think five and three is on the table. That's why I wouldn't take. Four oh, five and, four. and three is on the table. Yes. All right, so maybe we're just arguing semantics. Yeah. I, I, I you were just. Of... You're happy to have lower expectations. <laughs> I think we have plenty of opportunities to discuss this. I'm not, no, I'm not saying that. I'm just being reasonable here. Anyways, 
Uh, do you want to talk about the running game? What did you think of Madison? I loved Madison. Madison was lovely. Yeah, Birds I, of a I, feather. I, I wish we got more time there. Um, but really enjoyed enjoyed hanging out with you. That was, that that was, was fun. fun you're, you're very good company. Uh, likewise. Um, Except for maybe right now. Me, not you. <laughs> uh, no, I, I, I really enjoyed Madison. I'm, I'm hoping to go back at some point uh, during a football weekend and really see it when the campus is buzzing. Uh, but, no, I enjoyed that. Yeah, we had a lovely time. And appreciated you driving today. Hey, when, listen, when, you gotta, when, you, when in Wisconsin, you, you got the pickup truck, right? <laughs> yes, yeah, Bo was driving the pickup truck just like the Nashville trip last year. Yeah, I know that was this year, actually. When I went to Nashville and got a pickup truck. Oh, okay. I was thinking the Eagles. No, that was that was this year. Okay. okay. For the Derek Barnett story, let's talk about let's talk about Derek Barnett. That was a really dirty play. And yes. after the game, he said, "You know, I I didn't hear a whistle, so you know we're taught to play to the whistle, uh, which is fine. But you're not taught to like like spear a guy in the helmet." Yeah. No, I thought it was a dirty play. It was a pretty dirty play. Nigel also... He probably should have been tossed. Yeah, Nigel also ripped him down with the face mask there, which, yeah. is a, which happens in football. Well, yeah, I thought... And, then, and, and also on the first offensive drive, you know, Zach Ertz was sort of you know, John at Jair Alexander after yes. an incompletion. It seemed like early on in this game, the Eagles were sort of trying to manufacture juice and like okay. trying to be a little physical, I thought. And that's why uh, I said after the Packers went up 10 nothing and the Eagles uh, didn't go for it on fourth and three from midfield. Yeah. I was getting the feeling that this was about to be like the Saints game from last year. Like that was like, that was sort of a, a, a coward move by Doug. And uh, this team was sort of like trying to, f- to be fake tough and they were about to just get boat raced and you know credit to them. They, I mean, listen, what an unbelievable uh, resilient showing. I thought one of the more underrated plays – well, I shouldn't say underrated because I don't know who's rating it right now. Mm. But, but one of the under the radar plays in this game uh, was Miles Sanders' kickoff return. Big play. I thought that really changed things there. Gave them a short field. They capitalized on it, and then they started scoring from there. Yeah, I agree. And it also sort of, I thought, maybe gave Miles Sanders a little bit of confidence Yeah, Miles Sanders looked really – I mean – They both the, looked very good in this game. The running game overall tonight uh, – you know, you said the stats at the top here, but when you look at Jordan Howard at 5.8 yards per carry, three touchdowns tonight, two on the ground, one in the air. Miles Sanders, 6.5 yards per carry. The Eagles dominated the line. And, and in, in talking to, to the players after the game, they said going into it, they, this was their plan, that they, they knew Green Bay had a weak run defense. They won the run on them. Uh, I thought the offensive line dominated the line of scrimmage. They were very good. And... Uh, Doug Peterson said that there were some good combination blocks. The running backs were able to cut to the backside. Overall, just a real strong performance from those running backs, and you see why they complement each other. And I'm not asking for a mea culpa, um, but I, uh, a moa culpa. A moa culpa. Uh, but is Jordan Howard better than you expected? Uh, he has been better than I expected. Yes, he has been. He looks. He looks. He looks like he's got a little bit more juice. Than looks I like thought. he's trying to get a contract somewhere. Yeah, I mean, I don't think that's what he's trying to do. It's not going to be a big contract. No, I think but he's just playing. He's a twenty-four-year-old yeah. running back playing, but I think he's he has he has looked better than I expected. He's a tough runner. That's the thing that stands out. He he's is a tough runner. He is. Is he better in this offense than like Eric Blunt was? Uh, I think it's probably too early to say. Okay. I also think that we we overrate. Legarrette Blount was not that great. In I agree. That's why I yeah. I agree. He had a real good Super Bowl. I think if had- Jordan Howard is uh, over the last three quarters of the season plays like he did over the first quarter of the season, that's better than Legarrette Blount. Yes. Yeah, I, I I was impressed with Howard tonight. Been impressed with some of Howard's runs during his time. I, I think Miles Sanders is the better running back, and when you see kind of the dynamic ability that Sanders has, it's it's clear, but when you give Howard the ball, you're not usually getting negative yards. That's what that's what jumps out. Yeah, he's 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 been doing a good job. Nothing I can say about that. Uh, Alshon Jeffrey was back in this game. Mm-hmm. Uh, made a, made a couple plays. Not a, not he a brings huge, the juice. Not a huge day. Three catches for 38 yards, but he played almost the whole game. Uh, coming off the injury, had a touchdown. 
Um, you know who had a big game, and, and I think this is a good bellwether for, um, you know, if this player plays well, the Eagles are going to win. And uh, if, if, if you really try to force-feed him the ball, then it's probably not good news for the Eagles. And that was uh, Nelson Aguilar in this game, who had uh, zero catches for zero yards on one target. Yes. Real primetime performance. Yeah, not a good game for Nelson. But they won. Well, they did win. No word from Deshaun Jackson as to how, uh, Al, uh, how Nelson felt about the <laughs> Eagles winning and him having zero catches in this game. <laughs> he didn't have any drops. He didn't have any drops, that's for sure. Uh, Dallas Goddard, two catches for 16 yards and a touchdown. Uh, there's not much else, I think, on the offense to talk about. I mean, Carson was good. Uh, Mm -hmm. Doug had one cowardly punting decision. Oh, here's the thing. Uh, the, when the Eagles defense has that stand on the one yard line, two bad, bad jobs by the Eagles, I thought. One was Zach Ertz going out of bounds. Mm -hmm. You pointed that out right away. That was very bad. That's not second guessing. He's a veteran. He should know better. Sure. Um, and then they're, you know, they're running the ball so well. You know, listen, I love uh, uh, Passover run all the time. Mm-hmm. That's how I feel. Great. But they had a second and five. The clock's running, and they throw an incompletion. Yeah. And then you have to pass it again. Third and five. So they, they, they could have – they really – they could have salted the – I mean, a first down probably ends the game at that point mm-hmm. uh, because by then you're in field goal range and you're going to make a two-score game if you kick a field goal. Uh, I thought they should have run on second down there. And so, yeah, no, I agree with you there. The one last thing I'll give the offense credit for is the red zone efficiency. Yeah, good point. Uh, we, we spoke about how it's an emphasis on defense. Success in the red zone is an emphasis on offense. I imagine every team emphasizes it, but when you hear how – or we specifically see – or we literally see in training camp how much they focus on the red zone. And uh, they, were, they were money there tonight. They, they uh, scored every trip. Agreed. Uh, defensively, guess what we finally got to see, Zach? Craig James? No, we saw him last time. Uh, right? A sack by a defensive end. That is true, and a, a very important one. Yeah, I think probably we haven't – maybe it has not gotten enough credit. as That was a, a game-changing play. The sack force fumble by Derek Barnett recovered by Brandon Graham, making it the reverse Super Bowl play. Yes. Well said. Huge play. Huge play. Huge play. Uh, the time, the, the, the time in the game, the field position set up a touchdown for them. Green Bay still drove down and scored afterwards, but uh, and just the 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 way he sacked it and almost hurt Aaron Rodgers. Aaron Rodgers got hit in the ulnar nerve. Mm. Uh, felt his hand buzzing for for a little bit. Interesting. Yes. Yeah. Says who? Says Aaron Rodgers. Oh. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but, to you? What's that? Was that an exclusive that he told you? No, no, no. That was at okay. his press conference. Um, and But Rodgers thought they had a shot play downfield to Marquise Valdez-Scantling. Mm-hmm. And it didn't happen. Um, since you asked for the Moa Culpa on Jordan Howard, mm-hmm. I can only... Ask <laughs> how you Jones? feel about Sidney Jones's performance to the first four games. Well, it's incomplete. He got hurt. No, that is the complete <laughs> assessment of Sidney Jones, is that, is he, got that he got hurt. Yeah, I mean, look, I, I, there's no rationalization or justification. Uh, for, I mean, he, he, he needs to stay on the field. Yeah, but huge, a huge pass to Devontae Adams, and the, and the first thing you say is, it was good coverage. Come on. I didn't think that was bad coverage on that play. I mean, I, I thought, like, I thought Rodgers... Through Aaron Rodgers is so fun to watch. Aaron Rodgers is fantastic. Yeah, I mean, now maybe Jones could have. Well, I, I I thought the coverage was fairly tight. It was good good enough. Well, it wasn't apparently. <sighs> yeah, I, I feel bad for you, man. You want me to I drive? Feel bad for myself. I mean, we're gonna we're gonna have to we're gonna have to hustle just to make the make the flight. <laughs> uh, In Appleton. Well, we've what forty minutes to Appleton. Got to return the rental car. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a small airport. I don't think security is going to take us that long. 
Yeah, we're in gate four. I got the text. There you go. Yeah. And I got to finish the day after. It's going to be an ugly day. I should not. I should not have booked this early flight. <laughs> no, no, we were talking about it too. I know. Yeah. Well, because it's true, we would have. If not for the early flight, we're not. You know, you're not going to get home till like eight p.m. Yes, that eats up your whole day. Eats up the whole day. Uh, but then if you get home and you're just a zombie. Yeah. What's the point? Yeah. That's. What's the point of any of this? Who's listening? Well, well a lot of people are, are yeah. listening. There's uh, you've. I think you and Shield created loyal listeners. We've seen that, and you put out those bird lines, and you got a lot of uh, responses to them. Yeah, what were my bird lines? I don't know if we have time to address them, but let's pull them up. Do 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 do. This is great podcasting right now. Eagles sacks versus Jordan Howard catches. Jordan Howard catches gets that one. I think that eliminated yeah. a lot of people. Yep. Uh, Marquez Valdez Scantling receiving yards, mm-hmm. which was 47. Oh, this was a good line versus Eagles percentage of first down passes. That's going to be pretty close. I think it's actually going to be under 50%. Did you keep that stat? Uh, I, can, I'll, I have it in my charting, but I'm not going to go through it right now. But that's going to be a tight one. Uh, Aaron Jones yards per carry, which was 1.6 versus Wentz completions of 20-plus yards. I'm not so sure he had any. Actually, his his long was 20. So Jones wins that one. Aaron Rodgers scrambling first downs versus Eagles offsides penalties. Rodgers gets that one. And then Alshon Jeffrey receiving yards, 38. Against the length of the post-game pod, we are at minute 26 right now, Zach, so this one is up to us. And we board, uh, we depart in two hours. We board in an hour and a half. We board in an hour and a half. Well, so here we are. We're against the clock. I'm not the fastest walker in the world. Yeah, so but 25 minutes is not enough for our listeners, our loyal listeners. No, I recognize that. we got to give them, I, I give them a little bit more juice than that. I recognize that. Um... Some uh, some depth chart notes, I guess. Kamu uh, Grugier Hill played in this game, played on defense, but sparingly. I think he only had two series, one in the first half, one in the second half. Jumped off sides. Jumped off sides. Um, so it was mostly Nigel Bradham and Zach Brown, and then Nate Gary was playing in the base. Sidney uh, Jones goes down, and so that means that the Eagles are down to... Avante Maddox on the outside and Rasul Douglas on the outside. And that means that you get even more Andrew Sandejo than you would otherwise because they don't want to put in Craig James. And so that's their nickel. Yeah, is they got the, a is little the too much nickel. Andrew Sandejo tonight. Well, I think there's no such thing as too little Andrew Sandejo is what we're learning. He was, uh, I heard he was getting gassed up on the, on the broadcast for a couple. He made one very nice play yes. in the red zone. Credit where it's due. And then he made a lot of bad plays. Um, which is basically well, that's you know, one good play is better than he's been in the first three games, um, and then you know not that this lasted very long, but at the end of the game, you know Cyprian goes down or uh, Maddox goes down, so Craig James is in, and also earlier than that, when they were in dime, they would just they brought in Cyprian yes. as a fourth safety as instead of bringing in Craig James, so that tells you how desperately they did not want to play Craig James in this game. I don't know yeah, how he much makes he the big the play. Defense, though. So that's yeah, he's been here long enough. He's been here. Four well, weeks. yeah, and the good news is that uh, according to Bo Football Focus, Craig James leading the league in game-winning plays per snap. Is that a Craig James game-winning play or a Nigel Bradham game-winning play? They both get a game-winning play. Nigel Bradham said that was the best play of his career. Really? I asked him. Interesting. And, and he said that's pretty good. He said, yeah, he said, game winner against Rodgers. Uh, well, no, I said. Yeah, he's right. I said, I said, you've had some good plays. He said, no, nah, it's a game winner against Rodgers. He doesn't throw any interceptions. That's true. And then he wanted to know where the ball was. Oh. He's hoping that uh, when he gets back in Philadelphia, it's in his locker. He said the equipment people took it. Mm. And he said that uh, 
Derek Barnett was urging him to go for a Lambo leap because usually they all do the picture. Yeah. And Barnett was saying, oh, we always do the picture. You only get one shot for a Lambo leap. So they went to do it, but they were, uh, they were quickly rejected because it was Packers fans. Dallas Goddard did the Lambo leap. Good for him. He found an Eagles. He found Eagles fans there. Nice. Well, that's yeah. That's what Bradham said. He was looking for Eagles yeah. fans, but couldn't find any. Should have gone to Goddard's. But it was the same same end zone. I feel like I'm as uh, uh, cranky as you were in your first post game pod. Yes, I feel. I hope. I hope it's not because of me. I hope you haven't had too much Zach. Yeah, it has nothing play. to do with you. <laughs> that's everything to do with four fifty two on the East Coast. When I was uh, when I was talking to my wife today, she's like. That's a lot of time with each other. <laughs> well, I didn't that think was, it was too much. No, it wasn't too much. But yeah. Was, yeah. <sighs> what did you think of Aaron Rodgers? I thought he was terrific. It was um, fantastic. Yeah, I, I thought that... Poor guy's been, w- been wasted with these terrible offenses and no, res- no weapons. So I, I wrote this in, in, my, um, in my observations that... And this isn't like an, an original thought. I saw people talk about it on Twitter. But every time the Packers ran the ball, it was like working. It was like a favor to the Eagles. Oh, and speaking of which, I mean Matt Lafleur. Yeah. Like get this guy. Like what a what a what a, a jabron. Like it was so clear from the first quarter that the Eagles couldn't stop them through the air. The only reason I think they won this game is because, like Jones, Aaron Jones had 13 carries for 21 yards. If, if so many on first down. If those were, if you took six of them and made them pass attempts, it might be a different game. Yeah, or if you're if you're not an absolute turtle and you go for it on fourth and two instead of kicking a chippy field goal against a defense that can't stop you. I mean, and that was when the defense couldn't do anything. Yeah, that was such a weak call. Yeah, yeah. Now they still had two sh- I mean, loser. They stayed, loser, loser, yeah, loser, 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 twice. loser call. They still at the goal line twice in the fourth quarter and didn't punch it in. Very. Yeah, sure. But he lost the game at that point. Um, I thought, I thought Rodgers. Uh, Did you think they should have run the ball on any of those plays from the one-yard line? No, there was no. The defense was all saying they weren't. They weren't surprised. You know, they the you, you put the making, ball. You yeah. put the ball in Aaron Rodgers' hands. I don't know. Maybe you run it once, but like there was like an RPO yes. that that uh, the Green Bay media was making a big deal about. I saw. Well, so I I watched that play. Rodgers made the right read because he's reading Barnett, and Barnett totally bites. It, it's an it's actually an unbelievable play by McLeod to get into his face as quickly as he does. Uh, everybody, the whole defense bites. Yeah. It was a right read by Rodgers. If if McLeod doesn't make that play, Rodgers like yeah. you know crawls into the end zone. Five carries, forty six yards for Rodgers. Made Fletcher Cox miss at one point. Yep. Long of fourteen. He's anybody uh, sneaky. He's a good player. That's for sure. Uh, yeah, this vaunted Packers defense, I was not impressed with tonight. I gotta say, no, they didn't. They really didn't touch Carson. Carson got hit twice, uh, wasn't sacked, and that was a big. I mean, we've been critical of their offensive line during the past two two games. Yeah. Here. Three sacks That's each of the true. past two games. Um, they kept Carson clean, and this was supposed to be a pass rush with the Smiths from the outside. Um, Keeping and, up with the Smiths. Yeah, and uh, I saw Joe Banner speculated on Twitter that. Uh, perhaps they looked at what Detroit was doing last week mm. and tried to kind of and try to mimic that, but they really didn't send a lot of pressure at Carson. Yeah, that's true. Maybe he read the uh, maybe he read the stat about Carson's win loss records against uh, the Blitz and not and not the Blitz. Maybe not. Maybe he's just maybe Matt Lafleur is just a loser. <laughs> Why would you? Here's he's the, three and one. Here's my question: You've got Aaron Rodgers. Yes. Why would you hire the Titans' offensive coordinator? Well, I, I don't think they were hiring the Titans' offensive coordinator. I why, think they were hiring why would, why the Sean McVay coaching Why team. would you hire the guy who made Marcus Mariota look exactly like he is? Not good. Who <laughs> was, the, like, so run-heavy. Yeah, they were hiring this, the like, These, like, team. oh, let's bring, in, let's bring in tight ends and uh, have these, like, six-yard passes with our, yeah. our noodle-armed loser quarterback. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I don't Come know about Lafleur at all. It's hard for me to. It's hard for me to say. He's three and one right now. But Lafleur, uh, of course, French for the flower, as you know, as a Montreal native. Yeah, but my, but my mom's from the English speaking side, oh, and I'm okay. not a Montreal native. But my no. my mom is. Um, but yeah, I did know Lafleur is for the flower. There's a there's a great um, well not great good hot dog French fry place in Montreal called Lafleur's. It's like a chain. Oh, I didn't know that. Um, yeah, and they they have the the vinegar um, mayo. No, just like you know like where the malt there's vinegar. Like, there's yeah you, yeah malt vinegar for your French fries. What a terrible smell that is, the malt vinegar. I, I, this is the first time I've ever put it on there. And I don't I, mind it, I liked it on the fries, but like yeah. when, I, when, I, uh, when I was working at uh, Beefo Brady's my Ooh. senior year of college. I've been to Beefo Brady's before. Whenever somebody wants the, asks for the malt vinegar with their fries, yeah. boy, do you hate that person. Why? It, just, it smells so bad. It stinks <laughs> up the whole room. <laughs> Yeah. Shout out to Beefs. There you go. Um, Geronimo Allison's a fun name. He is. I remember him in college at Illinois. Did, did you watch any of his games at Illinois? I watched them all. Every single one. Ask me about him. Who was his quarterback? Kurt Kittner. No. Are you sure? <laughs> yeah, positive. I am. I actually. I think his quarterback was Juice Williams. I'm pretty sure it was Kurt Kittner. It was definitely was not Kurt Kittner. As far as I know, Kurt Kittner is and has been the Illinois quarterback for the last 25 years. Yeah, no, that's not the case. They they had I agree uh, to disagree. Yeah, they had Jeff George Jr. for a little. That's what they called Kurt Kittner. No, no, they had a quarterback, Jeff George. Anyways, we're we're going down a rabbit hole there. <laughs> um, but no, Geronimo Allison's a. Uh, it is a good name, and he had a nice touchdown catch tonight. Are you surprised at how good Rodney McLeod has been? I'm not surprised how good Rodney McLeod has been. You're I... not surprised? I'm surprised. He doesn't look like it, – it usually, like, it, guys will say, like, oh, I feel back, like, 100%, and they don't look – like, it takes longer. Ronald Darby, for instance, mm-hmm. although maybe Ronald Darby is, is what he is. Rodney McLeod looks great. Yeah, so – the fundamental difference there, or it's not the fundamental difference, but a big difference, is the timing of the injury. McLeod's was what week three. That's last a fair. Year. That's a good point. So he's not as like like in Darby's case, it was comparable to Carson Wentz's recovery. I mean, it was only a few weeks difference. Yeah, that's fair. Um, in McLeod's case, McLeod was injured. But a guy who has to move around so much, and it's about it's so, yeah. and like that position is so much about changing direction very quickly. My my expectations would not have been that he would look this good. Yeah, I mean, I I've I haven't been as critical on McLeod as um, some others in the Philly media have. Uh, I think. That, yeah, I don't know what's to be critical about. I think he's been very good. Yeah, I think he's been a good player. Well, so before I mean, he's he, not. He's not. Well, so before he got on the beat, he's there not was, an all pro. Um, but they, they've turned on. They've turned off everything in the stadium. We better be able to get out of here. By the way, uh-huh. if we're stuck. <laughs> if we're stuck, that's fine. I'm going to sleep. We miss our flight. That's fine. Um, I hope we get stuck. Don't say that. I hope we get stuck, and then we can do another pod. Don't say that. I want to get home, man. I want to well, see the kids. Yeah, uh, so do I. <laughs> uh, no, I... I, um, I think they have FaceTime inside the stadium. <laughs> I thought that... Well, so in 2016, McLeod, um, in that game in Cincinnati, didn't... He was perceived that, that he lacked toughness. Oh, and, that one play. Yeah, one play yeah, at the goal line. Great. And that, that's like a scarlet letter on him. Um, to even, who? To some people in... Johnny Sports in, Radio? Uh, Give me a break. So I think he's a really good player, smart player. I've said, I've written it, I've said it, that his value to the team... He gave a guy clear, a spine buster in the Super Bowl. ...was clear last year uh, when he was absent. And I've just talked to enough people on that defense who say, like, just one of the more underrated players they know. I think that's fair. Yeah, good player. I'm playing for a contract. Uh, Fletcher Cox, not great tonight. Uh, no. I was watching him all up. night. Um, Is he all right? Did you talk to him afterwards? I, I talked to him afterwards. He seemed fine. Okay. Um, and I'm not saying he was bad, but he did not really impact the game very much. Uh, and I don't, I don't, from what I was watching, he was not double teamed a ton. Now Aaron Rodgers is getting rid of the ball quickly, but... 
uh, I, I was hoping for a little bit more from him. Do you want to uh, do you want to preen about preen bay? By the way, how do you feel about that? Preen bay. Preen bay. Do you want to? Uh, okay. Yeah. Do you want to? Do you want to boast about your uh, Doug Peterson on a short week? Uh, no, but I'm not. I mean, I I do think I brought up that stat before it became like. Uh, Who would win, Doug Peterson on a short week versus Andy Reid coming off a bye? Uh, Doug Peterson on a short week. Really. Yeah, because Andy uh, Reid's bye streak ended. Yeah, I'll take Andy on the bye. Uh, Doug on short week just lets the guys play. <laughs> well, well, I guess that's right. Um, it, it, the problem, the difference is Andy Reid uh, has decided he likes fast players, and Doug Peterson has decided he likes slow players. <laughs> yeah, so uh, no, I, I give Doug credit here. The the so the two wins we talked about, so two of the three wins we said are the best in the Carson Wentz era have come on Thursday nights. Yeah, that's fair. Not in the Doug Peterson era, but... No, because there's Foles wins you include, and there's postseason yeah. wins you include. But still. I think, having not covered the team in 2016, I think this was the second best regular season win of Doug's time with the Eagles. The Rams last year? Yeah. That was a, that was a really impressive one. Yeah. They had no business winning that game. I mean, I didn't even watch the game. <laughs> yeah, that's true. You're looking at the jerseys. Yeah. yeah. But that's the fault of the of Coliseum. Also, which is renovated now. that game, in retrospect, might have just been more about Sean McVay being a, a dunce. I don't think Sean McVay is a dunce. And a, a fraud and a poser. I would like for, for, you know, if there was a playoff game in L.A. this year and you get to experience the Coliseum, because they've renovated it since, so I think I think the oh there's an a, there's an actual press box yeah, this I think time. There's an actual press box now. Do they have fans yet? They have fans, I believe they do. Yes. Well, certainly not more than the opposing team. <laughs> Next year, every right. time I've seen. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> but no, that that, uh, that was a a really good win. This was this was that was a, a great win. This was an impressive win. I think the Eagles. The I think make... the Eagles tanked the first three games just so they could consider themselves underdogs and say that everybody was counting them out. I think that's what they were going for. I don't think that's that. where they're comfortable. That's the lane that they like to play in. If they like the underdogs intended. lane, I have a good suggestion for you. Hmm, let's it's a hear. It's called Underdogs. The Philadelphia Eagles emotional road to Super Bowl victory. Where can I buy it? Anywhere books are sold. Who wrote it? Uh, Zach Berman with a forward by Merrill Reese. Merrill Reese. Ooh, yes. Love him. Is there an audio book? There is. Who reads it? I don't know. They the publisher got someone. To oh, you don't know the guy. No. Have you listened to it? Um, <laughs> I, I've listened to the audio preview of it, but no, I. I oh, okay. I've not listened. How to did the guy's preview. voice sound? A little dramatic. Listen, it's a dramatic season, and it's a dramatic <laughs> writing. Uh, yeah. No, that's that. Uh, yeah. No, I haven't listened to the audio book. I should, but I, I've read. Maybe we'll read pull it book. up for the draft to Appleton. I've read the book many times, so. Okay. Um, what else? What else you got? How does this win I'm change? I'm just worried we're gonna miss this flight. <laughs> oh, we're gonna miss it. <laughs> Don't joke. Don't joke. Listen, talk about it if yeah, it's like uh, Andy McPhail. If we don't, we don't. That is, that was a great quote. Yeah. How do you feel about how how much differently do you feel about the Eagles now than you did this morning? You know, I said before. If they lost this game, I wouldn't feel differently about yeah. them. I certainly do feel differently with a win. I don't feel that much differently. Uh, they didn't show me much that I didn't know. Uh, I, I think that the way they ran the ball really stood out to me, uh, the way the offensive line played. I, I mean, the pass rush wasn't great. Like, they had that one play, but it wasn't, yeah. you know, I, I thought that. Yeah, but they had that one play. And that's like that's that is that is a game changing play. You need if you can have one play yeah. a, a game, that's, that's the, great. That's the value of a sack, right? Yes. Yeah. Uh, that's no, what so, we've been saying. So I I thought that they what what they showed me tonight was the makeup the the character of the team is what we saw at the end of last season's what we saw in 2017. Uh, just that resiliency, that toughness. That's that's hard. That's the intangible characteristic that you don't know until they're in that situation. And they came up small the past two weeks. And I thought tonight they, they showed up. 
they showed up. They they answered the bell to use the cliche. I'm not so sure it's fair to say that they they all came up small in Atlanta. Certain people came up small. Yeah, but that's your team. Yeah, you know? yeah, I guess that's fair. I mean, certainly they came up small last week. What's the expression that the that the strength of the pack is the wolf, and the strength of the wolf is the pack, right? I think it's a uh, Rolling Stone gathers no moss. No, have you, have you heard that expression? A bird in the hand is worth two in the bush. No, have, you, have you heard that expression? I've heard um, uh, hungry is the wolf. Uh, what, what was yours? The strength of the, pa- of the you're only of the as pack strong as your you're only as strong as your weakest yeah. link. Yeah, but the strength of the pack is the wolf. The strength of the wolf is the Nelson pack. Aguilar. Yes, you are the weakest link. Goodbye. <laughs> <laughs> you are loopy, man. Yeah, I agree with that. Are we safe driving tonight? I think we're safe driving. Now, I will say we considered. Doing the podcast in the car, in the car Tim as McManus, we drove. Our friend Tim McManus suggested that. I thought it would have been fun, and I think it would have made for a good podcast. But it was raining, and I thought—I mean, it really would be like the dumbest way to die. Don't joke. I actually, the last time I did, um, the the last time I drove back, the last time I was in Lambeau Field, my former job, I drove back to Milwaukee after the preseason game and did the podcast in the car. Uh, and there was someone else driving? Yeah, McLean was, Jeff McLean was driving. But was he part of the podcast, too? He was too? part of the podcast, Oh, okay. Yes. I was hosting, and I was, I was pitching, yeah. Oh, okay. And it was, good. it was good. It was like car conversation. Car talk? Yeah. Okay. Well, that's something to keep in mind. We could have driven back to Madison tonight. That would have been too far. Uh, yeah, well, you know, listen. Maybe we'll, maybe we'll continue this uh, in the car. Probably not. <laughs> Although, if we miss our flight, maybe we'll do an extra pot. Yeah, let's not miss our flight. Okay. Um, is there anything else to say? No, big win. Uh, players, so uh, the other can we, injury. Can we harangue the refs anymore? So, Sidney Jones is the other injury to monitor tonight. We'll find out. But cornerback is going to be a huge story when they return. So, they'll return. They're off this weekend. And right now, they only have two healthy cornerbacks on the roster. Uh, that's. That's Rasul Douglas, Rasul Douglas and, James and Craig, Craig James. Uh, Is it Craig James or James Craig? Craig James. The guy, the guy who had that whole dust-up with his son and Mike, Mike Leach? Leach? No, different Craig the James. The ESPN guy? Yeah, different Craig James. So, Are you sure? Yeah, positive. Yes, positive. Uh, so we will see what they do. I, I know based on what I've seen from fans on Twitter that they think this is going to Drive the Eagles' interest in Jalen Ramsey even more. Uh, I don't think one has to do with the other. There, I don't think they're all well. The same. I don't think they're unrelated. No, but I don't think they're going to be like Sidney Jones is hurt, so now we're going to give up that 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 extra. Pick. I agree. Yeah, I agree. like I, I think they're going to be careful with their resources, regardless. Uh, but certainly they could. Use but at the same time, that it like if if they are on the fence about like this is this is just a little bit more than we're willing to give. Being two and two is a big difference than being one and three. Yes, for them. Here's my last. Here's a bird line for you, uh, and, and we can end it on this if you want. But, <laughs> oh yeah, you're pulling uh, a shield on me now. Who starts more games this year? Ooh, that's a that's an owl you know, not a bird line. Okay, now, who starts more games this year? Sidney Jones or Jalen Mills? For the Eagles? Yes, Jalen Mills. There you, ooh, okay. I feel good about that. You one. feel good about that. Now, Jalen Mills is not eligible to return until week seven, mm-hmm. right? Um. Yeah, I mean, listen. If it, I think tonight is like, unless the Eagles have no other choice, sort of the end of the road for Sidney Jones. Wow, that's they can't rely on him. I mean that that would be a big draft bust. Huge it is already bust. a big draft bust. Well, the the result was incomplete. It's not incomplete. It's his third season, and he's done nothing. If, His third season. That's what I'm saying. If this is the end, that was a really valuable pick and a good draft when there was some... There Don't was some draft injured guys. It never works. You know, that was a year when they were looking hard at the running backs. Now, Minnesota jumped them. They get Dalvin Cook. That was probably that probably would have been their pick. I don't know how deep they were in on Joe Mixon. That came after it. But Alvin Kamara came at the top of the third round. And Yeah, but that's okay because they got pump. <laughs> so that worked out. Yeah. That did not work out. So that's 
That was a bad pick. It was a bad pick. If, if, if this is the end of the road. I'm not sure this is the end of the road. I mean, it's not the end of the road like he's, like he's gone, like they're going to cut him. But I think, it's the, I think it's the end of the road for ever expecting anything real from Sidney Jones. I just got a, a message on Twitter from Phi underscore Andrew that says, No Birds with Friends pod today? It's, you should know better. I, I think that it's 5.12 a.m. back home. I think, I think there's people getting up. They're, they they want to hear this pod. We should probably yeah, we should wrap, wrap up. up. Yeah. We've got a long way to go. Yes. Um, okay, well, yeah. I'm sorry about Sidney Jones. That's all right. Look, I will concede Sidney Jones if we finish this podcast right now. And then there's also, we should say, Cravon LeBlanc is on yes. injured reserve. Could be brought back at some point, but he's not eligible for that until... I think also week seven, right? It's or is it eight weeks? Week nine, yeah. week nine for him. So I don't know. Maybe you'll see uh, Orlando Skandrick come back or some nonsense like that. And I hope they can do better than that. We'll discuss it on Monday. We'll just, I certainly, yes. uh, yeah, I, I suppose we will. We may talk to the assistant coaches on Monday. We'll see. Yeah. Yes. Well, and we'll, maybe maybe not. Happy New Year. <laughs> let's let's wrap this thing up. Okay. <laughs> uh, so uh, a big win for the Philadelphia Eagles. Behind their running game and behind another uh, famous end-of-game goal line stand by this defense. For uh, Zach and Sheil, who is definitely enjoying sleep somewhere. Boy, did he really kick our, kick our butt in that, uh, I don't know. I hope he's got a good pillow. You got anything else to say? No, I want to wrap this up. Okay. For Zach and Sheila, I'm Bo, and we love you.